Faust was walking through the graveyard when he noticed something strange. Bodies. But these weren't the type of bodies you or I inhabit, moving, talking, full of hopes and dreams. No, these bodies were dead. So what do you do with dead bodies? Well, if you're Faust, you raise them. From W.E.V.Z. Nithraxel, it's Oops, all necromancers. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. I am your DM, Oz the Great and Powerful, and with me at the table are Bug, Vinny, Satyr Druid, Summoner of Suspicious Reptilian Salesman, <laughs> C, Madamel, Half Elf Bard, Fully Prepared to Beat Up Another Old Lady, <laughs> and Bree, Soren Dahl, Hobgoblin Necromancer. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get into everything, uh, this October, on October 8th, to be precise, in Springfield, Illinois, we will be at the Hoogland Center for the Arts for Fantasy Meets Improv. Uh, this is an event put on by our friends at Capital City Improv. They're going to be uh, just doing a lot of fantasy-themed improv, and we're going to be there. Uh, we're going to have stuff to promote our podcast, and we're going to have the dice that we make. And also our nameless, beautiful, beautiful skeleton. So if you missed your chance to wiggle those fingies in that skeleton's mouth, then come on by. But remember, you have to be a patron. Now's the time! (laughs) Patron-only (laughs) fingy-wiggy. Also, uh, before we get into the before we get into the recap, Mm. uh, I'm plugging kobolds. Good little guys. Yeah, you've really been Look on up them the today. Art for Paizo ones. They're little dragon dudes, you know. They're good. They're pretty cute, but you know, before we get into before we get into before we get into before we get into Right, so let's recap what happened last time in the mansion. You all encountered a variety of traps and trials starting with a test of dexterity involving tightropes, pendulous blades, and spikes. Sorum promptly said, fuck that noise, in a classic case of mind over matter, dismantled a door and rafted the party across the Sea of Spikes. Thereafter was a test of might with a devilish twist, that being that failing to ring the bell at the top redirected the force directly towards your brittle little bones. After a few painful attempts, Benny used the bell of Gustav to summon him, who used a bit of magic to ring the bell. Finally, you all descended to a concession stand hosted by the goblin clown Soup, who's wearing some sort of magical collar. Unfortunately, Soup couldn't stay long, and your brief reprieve was interrupted by our final trick, a game of magical three-card Monty, which summoned Lady Z, who's geared up for a fight, and that is where we are now. We didn't roll initiative, but we're going to do that now. Say it with gusto, Oz. Uh... Come on, my little gamers and gay mats. Roll for initiative. Say what with gusto. What do you want from me? That works. Sorry. Let's roll for initiative. <laughs> I'm going to use the first one. <laughs> 20. 
21. Nine plus <gasps> two, 11. Four. Okay, first in the order is Penny. Holy shit. Okay, what's she doing? A little uh, dance or something? Standing there menacingly. Lay out the, the landscape for us, if you would. Okay. So you guys are in that essentially 20 by 20 by 20 room. You know, the now familiar mirrored cube across the room from you is Lady Z and a big wooden chest. There are basically no other features. Uh, the spiral staircase disappeared whenever the concession stand disappeared. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's it. Hmm. How close are we to Lady Z? Um, there is 15 foot of distance between the two of you. Okay. Weird question. So, like, yes. what did she say to us? Like, she's, air quotes, she's, like, being menacing, but, like... Yeah, is she menacing me, or is she just... She said, and I quote, And now for your prize, me. Well, you're not very much of a prize, are you? That seems to be a theme, generally. <laughs> <laughs> the child dies first. No, I think it's you. I think I'm just going to produce flame at her because I've seen her be so mean to Madame L. Go ahead and roll the hit. Four. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, your ball of flame just hits the wall. Nothing happens. Okay. Anything else this turn? Um, I guess, can I spit some maggots at her? She uh, would be within reach of that, yes. Okay, well then I'm just going to also hawk a loogie. Uh, five on the die. Uh, that's not going to do it. Well, then I hack a big loogie of maggots and it does one, <laughs> one damage. <laughs> <laughs> Starting this out great. How incredibly rude. Well, so are you. Okay, next in the order because everyone rolled piss poor is Madame L. <laughs> oh, that's all right, Finnegan. I uh, I feel a little jar just looking at her myself, so I, I understand that that fireball wouldn't make it there. Um, can I do some kind of insight check? I want to see how she's mm -hmm. interacting with this chest next to her. Is that uh, like is she, is she eyeing it? Like she wants to like open it up or? Uh, no. She mostly seems to be ignoring it. Um. Like, she definitely side-eyed it when it also appeared next to her, but has really made no remarks towards it. Uh, I should say that she also has a short sword in one hand and a hand crossbow in the other. Just heads up. Okay. She's ready to do some, some murderizing. As Madame L says that to uh, Finnegan, the timbre of her voice uh, kind of catches in the air and out from her comes this kind of bluish wall of I guess sound and whispers and uh, mm -hmm. cast dissonant whispers. Okie dokie. That is a nat 20. Damn it all. Um, <laughs> Darling, you're going to have to speak up. I didn't quite catch that one. Well, I mean, she still sakes 3d6 psychic damage, so. Halved, but yes. Three damage. And her nose bleeds just a little bit, but she's doing the she's doing something that a face shouldn't possibly be able to do, which is like that DreamWorks smirk. Oh, hateful. You know the <laughs> one. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm also going to use a bardic inspiration with a bonus action mm -hmm. to encourage 
Soren. Oh, wow. Or maybe maybe I shouldn't do Soren. Maybe he doesn't deserve it. Maybe he's not allowed to have anything nice. <laughs> I, I think I will actually use it on Groon because uh, Groon hit good. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. You bardically inspire Groon and it's his turn. He's going to run up and whack her with that stick or attempt to at least. He rolled poorly uh, as he takes a swing and she just sort of ducks slightly. Really? This is who you brought with you? We didn't really bring anyone. It was more who was deposited here with us. Sure, sure. Okay, that is Groon's turn. Takes us to Lady Z, who is going to pull out a potion and quick as a flash down it. Then she is going to bonus action, hide behind the chest next to her, a thing that halflings can do because Lightfoot halfling. And then she's going to try and shoot Fenny. Uh, rude. Plus four is 17 to hit, which will Damn hit it. Finny. Damn it. It's going to deal 3d6 plus two. Uh, for those asking about her breaking action economy, because she drew and drank a potion and then hid with her bonus action and then attacked. Long story short, she's under the effects of haste. Uh, she's quite blurry, very fast. Like Sonic. So, like Sonic. <laughs> oh, oh my god. <laughs> it's just like Sonic. Plus six. A blue demon. Plus two. 16 piercing damage as a bolt ah! rockets into hell? your neck, Finny. Oh my god. I meant what I said. What did you. The child dies first. Oh, Keep okay. up, darling. It's only been under six seconds. She's talking very fast now. Well, uh, Finny screams and is flailing on the ground. You're not unconscious, are you? No. Oh, that's good. I'm just in a lot of pain. Mm-hmm. Soren, it's your turn. Okay, so she's no longer stealthed, right? Because she... Nope, she is behind the box. I think you would have seen her with your passive perception anyway. But I can move to where I'm directly facing her, correct? You certainly can. Okay, I will be doing that. Then I'm going to go ahead and cast, break out a fresh, hot, new cantrip. I'm going to cast Mind Sliver on her. Uh, so basically what happens is Soren just like sort of like, like saunters over, looks at her, and just makes direct eye contact. <laughs> I have to ask, does he do the classic uh, psychic thing where he holds a hand up to his temples? Uh, no, he's just looking at her and hoping to instill a sense of existential dread. Great. Uh, what's my saving throw? Is it uh, intelligence? Uh, yeah, intelligence saving throw. Okay. No, that is a two on the die, three total. Okay, so she is going to take three psychic damage, and she will need to take one off of her next saving throw before the end of my next turn. What's wrong with your friend? He won't stop staring at me. <laughs> it's bad, isn't it? Uh, Groom, g- grab her. And he looks at you and then shrugs because once again, he does not have his two-tongue amulet. All right, yeah, that's my turn. Okay, top of the order. It's Finny time. I am going to Symbiotic Entity. Yes, that's what I'm going to do. Okay. 
that's your standard action? Uh, yeah. So I I transform and I go, fuck you, lady! And Okay. Yeah. Do I need to make then, another constitution saving throw as you fling yeah, maggots at me? As, yeah. As, as, I, as my skin crawls and transforms, I start just oozing maggots and they spew at her. Uh... That just barely fails it. Uh, that is a 12 on the die. So Yeah. Okay. So two and uh, three. My maggots wiggle all over. Yep. There's, uh, it's in her hair. It's not great. She doesn't like it. <laughs> uh, Madam Ella, it is your turn. Okay. So seeing how hard she hit Finnegan, um, I think... Mademelle needs a little boost, so she is going to uh, drink that bottle of blessed spring water to receive mm-hmm. the benefits water. of the yeah the, <laughs> the bath water. <laughs> we can't do this, folks. We can't do this one. <laughs> Besides, it would be druid bath water. Yeah, she is going to drink the the spring water to receive the benefits of the blessed spell <laughs> for one hour. Cool. All right, yeah, you've got your your blessed spring water. It invigorates you. And then because I always feel bad using a potion, I really hate it because it eats up my entire action. Mm -hmm. I would like to consider that my unseen servant may still be available if our rest was not too long. Yeah, yeah, you're fine. So I think Madame L wants to command it to check to see what's in the chest. Lord. And I very much hope that it's not something that's going to harm us. <laughs> but. Mm hmm. Oh no. Mm hmm. The unseen servant, it floats, well, invisibly floats forward and touches the chest. So here's the interesting thing is as per the wording of the spell for unseen servant, it creates a invisible, mindless, shapeless force. So it's not like a floating guy or whatever, right? Yeah. But you can command it to do things and it can lift things and do mending and cleaning, folding clothes, lighting fires, blah, 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 blah. So I don't know how to resolve this because it it touches the chest and the chest touches it back, which is to say that your unseen servant is now adhered to the chest. Oh, no. We will leave it at that. Like glued? Some would say. Uh, but through whatever tenuous link that you mentally command uh, this being, you feel panic. Okay. Because it's never been glued to something before, and it is now, and it's it not sh- good. should not be able to be. Uh, okay, Madame L says, I uh, cannot explain uh, how I know this, but I would suggest that we do not touch the chest. Okay. I probably was not going to do that anyway. No, that wasn't the plan. Yes, thanks you for the heads up. I really am not certain what it's doing here. We weren't talking to you, lady. What? I wasn't talking to you. I'll shoot you again, you little bastard. (laughs) Mean lady. Okay. Smelly, gross lady, stinky. That is your turn. It is now Groon's turn. Bree, if you would give me highs or lows on whether Groon understands you. Oh, uh, highs. Please, Groon. That is an 89. Yes! <laughs> Go, Groon! Groon is going to attempt to grapple. Lady Z. Just barely. Okay, yeah, so he wraps his arms around uh, Lady Z, and she is now grappled. Nice. Other than that, Groon can't really do anything. So next in the order is going to be our friend who has been 
very quiet and unmoving, uh, who has a Soren that's very close by. Oh, no, not me. No. And Soren, you see this chest just sort of grow a big, like, rippling muscular arm, Ew. and it's going oh, no. to punch you in the head. What the uh-huh. fuck? No. The chest is alive. That is a 15 to hit. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, you are now grappled. I love it. I love when my move speed is zero. It is. You are <laughs> adhered to it uh, as per the rules for this creature. Uh, it adheres to anything that touches it or that it touches. Ability checks made to escape this grapple have disadvantage. Just kill me so my limp body is just uh, stuck. <laughs> the punch and resulting squelch ends up dealing five bludgeoning damage to you. Okay. There goes my temp HP, but you know. Uh, You all see the lid of this chest unhinge and lift slightly and a big sloppy tongue sticks out. Yeah, the box is bad. (laughs) And the box uh, reveals its rows of teeth around the edge. I still think it's really cute though. Yeah, it's pretty cute. I love these guys. They're I incredibly love these cute. Guys. Okay, that is the box's turn. Uh, Lady Z's turn. She's going to try and escape this grapple. She struggles and she wiggles and just sort of shloop pops right out of Gurren's arms. Oh, no. no. It's because she's so slippery and smelly. Who <laughs> <laughs> said she was smelly? That's rude. <laughs> I, I, did. I said she was smelly. Oh, okay. Well, don't be rude to this horrendous child killer. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> that is her turn. Oh, wait. No, it's not. Because she's under the effects of haste. Sorry. Uh, no! Yeah, she goes ahead and runs up to you, Finny, and she's going to try and stab you. No! Because she gets two actions. I'm so cute. How could you stab me? Oh, haste gives you two whole actions? It gives you an additional action that allows you to do certain things. Uh, it's oh. a 15 to hit. Ah, meets it. Fuck. Uh, six piercing damage. God damn. As she just sort of stabs Finny right in the gut. It's not good. You know, you're remarkably resilient compared to most children. I'm not really sure why we had you doing acrobatics. and. I'm a cool child. Wait, hold on. Have you killed children before? What? That means you've... You Have you? sicko, weird, stinky, smelly lady. Soren, it is your turn. Okay, I will be misty stepping out of this. Out of here. Grapple. <laughs> Get out of here. Thank you. Yep. I'm presuming I can just do that. You can. Uh, so that is my bonus action. I'm going to bonus action misty step away. Is there a root, like... I want to get as far away from both the box, TM, and (laughs) Lady C. You can Misty step to the corner. You can also give me an Arcana check if you want. I would love to. I got a fucking two plus five. You know, seven. You have never encountered a nope box before. Oh, God. It's so scary. I don't know what it is. And it's scary. (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay, so that was my bonus action. Um, I can't cast another spell, can I? Unless it's a cantrip, right? Correct. Yeah, let's do cantrip time. I'm going to go ahead and 
cast, uh, you know the old classic, Toll the Dead, on Lady Z. Okie dokie. Make that wisdom saving throw for me, please. Uh, that is a 12 total. That does not make it, so she's going to take 1d12 of necrotic damage. Let me find my d12s. Nom nom nom. Nom nom nom. Ah, very good. She takes 4 necrotic damage. Okay, there is a sonorous clang, and the blood that is leaking from her nose starts gushing faster. Oh, I'm good. Never mind, I'm going to shut up. (laughs) Were you going to make an anime horny joke? A horny anime joke? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, sorry, I forgot to mention her Ahagao hoodie. Is that enough for you? (laughs) Uh, Okay, I guess that is my turn, unless I Is there anything else I want to do? I don't think so. Okay, that's it for me. Cool, yeah, you give her a nosebleed more. Finnegan, it is your turn. Um, well, Finny's tired of getting stabbed. Surprise, mm-hmm. surprise. Um, it seems bad. So this could go well, or it could go badly. But I am going to cast Entangle um, to try and entangle her. Okay, 20-foot radius centered on the ground, presumably centered under here, her, which means that it hits Everyone. Yes, unfortunately. So everyone needs to make a strength saving throw against the DC 13. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Okie dokie. Wow, Madam do... L gets a 16 minus one of 15. Incredible. She passes. Cool. I, I am going to do Lady Z's. That is I... a 19 on the dice. Damn it. I failed. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I got now 11. Now for the Mimic. Uh, that is an 18 on the dice. You mean the box TM? The nope box, correct. Mm-hmm. And for Groon, that is a 11 on the dice, 10. Is he not um, raging? I suppose not. He is not. And it does turn the ground into difficult terrain, if that does anything to her. Uh, it would slow everybody down. Okay. At least it'll um, slow I will her down. Say, yeah, I will say this chamber is large enough. It's not going to be a huge problem. Uh-huh. Uh, but it is definitely not a great thing. Finny yells in frustration that the spell only worked on his friends and, yeah, does uh, does spit some more maggots. Okay. That is a three on the die, so no. <laughs> a six. Do you like maggots? She pukes a little. Um, <laughs> as these things are just sort of burrowing into any part of exposed exposed flesh <laughs> someone consider her bloodied <laughs> oh, perhaps a glass cannon kind of situation it's almost like that's how rogues are built mm. it's almost like there was supposed to be more things but no <laughs> you guys had to be smart I'm just joking okay. Uh, okay next in the order is going to be Madam L so Madam I would like to consider the mimic and do an arcana mm-hmm. check to see if she has heard about... Know what a mimic is? Yeah, because I have a specific question. Is Would she know if mimics can move about or if they are stuck in one spot mostly? Okay, that's fine. Yeah, go ahead and do your arcana check. 14 plus 3, 17. Okay. Uh, yeah, they can move around. Okay. They're slow, but they can move around. Obviously, they're immune to being knocked prone because they don't really have legs. Mm-hmm. They are uh, immune to acid damage. Um, but other than that, you've seen all the other traits as far as like, obviously, they can mimic things. They're adhesive. 
and they can punch you. She recalls a uh, particularly gruesome uh, children's rhyme from Helveteer uh, involving a mimic and and knows all there is to know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to know how this rhyme goes. <laughs> yeah, too. Maybe later. I can't make up a rhyme on the spot. Oh, yeah, no, that's too much. <laughs> that would actually be really cute to make a book of Helveterian children's rhymes. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it would. Um, yeah, you know, if there are key holes of three, then a mimic is what the have. It's not a particularly good rhyme. <laughs> there aren't many artists in Helveteer. It should also be noted that mimics are under no obligation to have any number of keyholes, much less three of them. It's not the most. It's not a very good <laughs> And that's why mimic-related accidents are at an all-time high in Helveteer. Yeah, the next verse where a child is devoured by a mimic in a very descriptive way, that mm-hmm. that's really what she remembers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It completely gives up on trying to rhyme and yeah, really... Yeah, just, <laughs> just, just prose, really. Someone consider the third verse, which is mostly wordless screaming, uh, more of a more of a slam poetry than anything, but... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Experimental. Mm, uh-huh. Truly. Ahead of its time. Madame L is very much sick and frustrated with seeing this horrible, wretched little creature uh, stab her assistant. Mm-hmm. So once again, um, she is going to cast Disnit Whispers. Mm-hmm. All right, you wretched little woman. I think it's time that you turn your attention on me. And she will cast uh, Disnit Whispers. Okay. That is a 19 on the die. Okay, well, I still have more I'm going to do, but I'll mm-hmm. roll that d3. 3d6. Uh, f- 3d6, yeah, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, 5, 6, 7, 8. So, uh, 4 damage. Okay. She goes, she, sorry, she coughs up some blood and goes, I'm not owned. <laughs> it's you. After exuding this spell from her vocal cords essentially mm-hmm. is uh, what I imagine the dissonant whispers kind of comes out of. Madame L kind of like oh, oh, I, uh, there must be something else stuck in there and she she coughs and then out from her <laughs> out from her <laughs> mouth comes this bluish glowing what? man. What? Oh, uh, man! And he has a sword and he kind of like rushes up towards Lady Z. And this is my Tales from the Beyond activating. If you will allow me. As this specter rushes, sword in hands, she looks directly at it and there is a deep fear in her eyes. And she goes, Irving? And right as that happens... Go ahead and roll that before I finish up here, because if you whiff, then... Okay, I do have uh, Bless active, so I can add a D4. Mm-hmm. That was a natural one. Oh, oh no! Mm. This specter, who is wearing a just beautiful, voluminous, great hat with a big old feather coming off of it... Oh, wow, nice hat. ...approaches sword drawn... Nice hat, nice hat. ...and goes to stab at Lady Z and the sword just passes right through her dealing no damage and Finny you see a single tear fall off the cheek of this specter and then it disappears oh oh well that was new yeah that would have been really cool if it worked he was 
He was crying. Okay, uh, Grun's turn. Grun is restrained <laughs> because he is wrapped up in vines. I'm sorry, Grun. Oh, does he just have to beat your spell DC to break out? Restrained by the plans can use his action to make a strength check against, against your spell save. Against spell save, easy. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's a strong guy. Mm-hmm. No, he's not that strong as he struggles against the vines and nothing happens. Groon, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We know you didn't do it on purpose, Finny. I got... It happens when I get nervous. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, that's Groon's turn. I mean, he can't really do anything. It is our friend the Mimic's turn. Our friend the Mimic who is unrestrained. Really rude of it, honestly. Yeah, I know. Would have been nice. Could not get restrained by mm. me or something. I know. Yeah. That's like you show up to they somebody's get... house and what? And they don't get restrained by you? Like, really? I don't know. It's pretty disrespectful. I'm not going to lie. It lifts up on tiny little human feet that are on the <gasps> underside of the chest <laughs> and sort of scuttles in place to turn and look at Grune. And it's going to smack him. And it has advantage because he's restrained. <laughs> rude. It's just rude all around. I'm thinking about the little toes going flip, 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 flip. <laughs> uh, Individually 18 moving. 18 on the die is absolutely <laughs> going to do it. Oh, golly. Dealing a fair amount of damage as it punches Groon in the face once again, and uh, its hand, as soon as it makes contact, turns sort of into an amorphous solid and wraps around his throat. Oh! Oh! He's now restrained and grappled. Oh, no. You can, in fact, <laughs> have both conditions. That's not good. <laughs> That's horrible. Oh, no. It's going to be Lady Z's turn, who's absolutely going to stab Finny again. Uh-huh. She going to stab you. No, she's not. That's no, an 11 not. total. No, she's not. Ha! You missed! Well, darling, when there's two of you, it's really hard to decide which one to stab first. And she's wavering on her feet at this point. Okay, that's her turn. Soren, it is your turn. Okay, so I'm restrained. Uh, my speed is zero. My attack rolls have disadvantage. Um, I can still cast spells, though, right? Yeah, you can cast them, no problem. Okay. I imagine that, like, I'm all, like, completely wrapped up, and I kind of wiggle for a minute, like, trying to get my fingers out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I get, like... Enough of my hands out that I can gesture, and I'm going to go ahead and cast uh, Told the Dead. She needs to make a saving throw, please. Yeah, she does. No, that's a seven on the die, nine total. Okay, she will be taking 1d12 necrotic damage. She certainly will. Please do okay. One damage. (laughs) A single point, though. It's because I only had half my fingers out. Okie dokie. Top of the order, Finny. Uh, so yeah, first of all, I am going to um, re-absorb my vines. <laughs> like spaghetti noodles? <laughs> yeah, right back into my veins. It spins um, <laughs> soaring in place as he's unwound from the vines. It makes a very sickly noise. Oh. It's very disgusting. Thank you. I really don't understand how a child contains that much flora. Um, and then, um, I'm just tired of her stabbing me, so I'm going to stab her. I'm going to cast Shillelagh on my sickle, and I'm going to take a whack and stab at her. Mm-hmm. A whole whack and so, stab. 
I rolled a one. <laughs> it wasn't on a spell, at least. Yes. <laughs> and we don't have crit fail cards for melee attacks. Mostly because <laughs> you guys don't really do melee that much, so it's not uh-huh. as fun. You swing at her. Maybe you're trying to lop her head off. Yeah, I'm trying to swing while the vines are like absorbing back into my veins. Yeah. So I'm kind of like wriggling. You don't have a particularly good handle on your handle of your sickle and it just goes flying across the room. No. You just throw it across the room and she goes, was, uh, was that supposed to do something? Uh, no, but this will. And then I spit maggots on her. Okie dokie. <laughs> Fucking five on the die. Uh, no. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. You can roll your damage if you want. I'm going to tell you the bare minimum two hit points of damage it will deal. Okay, well, I did four. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you spray the maggots in, and one of them is traveling at speed. Perhaps on the inside of Finny, it's just sort of one big chamber full of vines, another big chamber full of maggots. <laughs> and the vines reverting have pushed the maggots back. Essentially, you shoot her in the head with a maggot, and it burrows through her skull. Whoa! Oh, my God. And she falls to the ground dead. Yeah! <laughs> I killed another! (laughs) (laughs) My second kill! (laughs) Lady Z is dead. Good job. You killed an old lady. Um, Middle-aged lady, sorry. Next in the order is Madame L. There's a big angry box that looks like it's currently trying to consume Groon. Also, though, how is Finnegan looking? Because... I'm all right. Okay. Like, I'm not, like, wonderful, but I'm not going to die, so it's fine. Okay. I mean, I feel like she's still concerned about Finnegan, despite him him not uh, being bloodied, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> because he is a child and he just killed an old woman, and that's uh, <laughs> not in wolf form this time. I think this is the first, like, person that Finnegan has killed while not an animal. <laughs> I didn't do it with my bare hands, though. It was a maggot. Well, yeah, it's not too bad. But <laughs> I, 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 like the, I didn't do it with my bare hands. Jeez, Mom, I didn't do it with my bare hands. <laughs> no, I just turned a, a fleshy maggot into a bullet. It's fine. Uh, I think she's going to walk up besides, beside Finnegan and kind of <laughs> awkwardly pat him on the head. Are you proud of me? <laughs> I think this is a ethical conversation that we need to have later, dear. Uh, Groon gives you a thumbs up. <laughs> He's choking, but he still gives you a thumbs up. She's going to raise her cane and direct it at the mimic mm-hmm. and cast Puppet mm-hmm. to make the mimic drop Groon. Uh, that is a 14 total. Oh, well. Yeah, I think that's Madame L's turn then. Next in the order is Groon, who's, you know what? He doesn't particularly care about moving from where he is right now, so he's just going to try and whack it with his quarterstaff. He's like bonking it on the head. My lord, someone's finally dealt damage to the mimic. As yes, he is sort of comically bonky on top of the top of the <laughs> chest while it's choking him out. That is his turn. It's the mimic's turn, so it's gonna let him go and uh, meander on towards you guys because it smells blood, and it's gonna try and bite Finny. Fuck. Eighteen on the die. Ah. Twenty-three yes. total. 10 damage total, 8 piercing, 2 acid. Oh. <laughs> it unhinges its slavering maul and takes a big old bite 
out of Finny. Well, I um, am forcibly removed from symbiotic entity. <laughs> As you were knocked unconscious. Nope. I have one hit point left. Oh, no. Unbelievable. Okay. Next in the order, Soren. Yeah, I guess I'm going to burn a second level spell slot and try to hit the mimic with a chromatic orb of... Acid? No. Oh. Uh, let's do lightning. Fuck it. Let's do lightning. Mm. Um, Taze it. Sure. Yeah, we'll see if I can actually hit. Okay, please. Please hit. No! No! <laughs> We're rolling so poorly. No, I got four plus five is nine. Anything else? You gonna run around or? Um, I mean, is it anywhere near me? No. Um, You're in a corner away from everybody, so. I think I'm gonna s- stay in that corner, honestly. That tracks. It do track. Top of the order, Finny. Uh, I am going to cast Cure Wounds on myself. That's a good plan. Yeah, yeah, I think so. It's a good um, idea. So I, I, I pet my own head and I say, "It's okay, Finny. It's okay." <laughs> yeah. Uh, seven. So cool. That's, that's more hit points than, than you nothing. had a minute ago. Yeah. <laughs> you you get some healing. It's good. <laughs> you feel like less dead. Madam Al, it's your turn. Madam Al's just gonna stab the damn thing. Stabbing the damn thing's a good plan. Sometimes you just gotta stab the damn thing. Uh, I still have a bless on me, so mm-hmm. that's nice. Yes, and then I add my d4. So I roll a 12. I get plus four. The uh, 12 will do it on the nose. Oh, wow. Okay. Always good to have the plus four, but. Yeah, yeah. That's a six plus two, eight damage. All right. You stab it and there's a squelch as your cane sword plunges deeper than it really should. But you're able to withdraw. No problem. Okay. Cool. That is your turn. Groon is going to give it a whack. He approaches. That is a nat 20. Woo! Hell yeah! Holy shit. That is a 7 on the first D8. That is a 7 on the second. Yikes. He does a fair chunk of damage as he cracks the lid of this thing. Oh, jeez. And you <laughs> see uh, a purplish ooze and what seems like writhing flesh beneath. Ugh. It's bad to look at. Like a weird snail. They really are just kind of like weird little weird snails. snails. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, grass, I mean, they're also shapeshifters, snails. but you know. There's little mimic. Oh, there's mimic colonies. Oh my god, it's so cute. There oh. are indeed. Oh, I love Okey them. Doki, it is the mimic's turn. Has a plethora of targets, so we're just going to roll randomly. See who it hits, because everyone's within range but Rune. Or, but Soren. It's cool in the corner here, guys. <laughs> really nice. Soren's just minding his own business. Picking his fingernails. <laughs> it's not going to do it. That is a seven to hit as a whip-like uh, tendril launches out of this writhing mass and shoots towards Finny's head and misses. Haha, <laughs> funk you, you stinky little snail. <laughs> Soren, it is your turn. 
Okay, I'm gonna try again. One more spell slot. Here we go. I'm gonna cast chromatic orb. Mm-hmm. Throw a ball of lightning at it, hopefully. Seven on the dice, plus five, thirteen. That'll hit. Okay, nice. Thirteen lightning damage. Ow. I do the cool Sith thing. Oh wait, no, it's an orb, never mind. You summon a uh orb of ball lightning and it mm-hmm. rocks directly into this thing. And, yeah, it does a little dance in place. You know, like it's being tased. <laughs> yeah, you know, tongue wiggling in the air, uh, lid flapping up and down. Uh-oh. Whatever. <laughs> Top of the order. Finny, uh, do you continue bullying the box? Uh, yeah, I do. I smelly, stinky, stupid snail. <laughs> and um, I'm also going to... Hit it with my shillelagh sickle. No, you're not, because that is currently across the room and you never picked it up. Ah, fuck! Sorry. Okay, well then I'm going to produce flame at it. Okay, that works too. A six. (laughs) You summon a ball of flame and go to smack it down into this thing, and you just have a sort of temporary weakness in your arm, and the ball of fire goes flying off, and you just sort of wetly smack this thing. (laughs) <laughs> it's unpleasant for both of you, but nothing really happens. Does is it affected by maggots? Only one way to find out. Okay, well I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna spit some maggots at it. Roll the two for a four total. Uh, it is affected by maggots. Please roll your damage. Uh, I got a four. Oh, nice. Okay, max damage. Good shit. Uh, this chest is looking really bad. Stinky, smelly snail. You'll like some maggots. The chest is looking poorly. It's almost like you guys are bullying it now. <laughs> well, it was bullying us. Mm-hmm. Mm. Piece of shit subscription box. <laughs> Fucking lame. So lame. <laughs> Madam L, it is your turn. As much as I would like to use vicious mockery on it. <laughs> uh, I want a loot I don't want I don't want it to attack Finnegan again and I can do more damage if I just stab it. So I'm going to mm. do that. <laughs> now Finnegan, I'm going to have to sit you down and teach you how to do a proper insult that actually deals damage. What, you don't think calling it a st- like emotional damage? I think you've got that one under control. <laughs> Why thank you, Mr. Soren. Oh. She rolls a Nat 20 as she just kind of says this to Mr. Soren and, st- and stabs sideways. Jesus, double your damage dice. <laughs> <laughs> that is, I got a two and a three, so five plus two, seven. Okie dokie, it is still kicking, uh, but yeah, it's got some holes punched in it now. It looks decidedly unwell. Uh, for just a moment, you see a couple eyes just sort of float past in this roiling flesh and they're looking all around. They are looking quite panicked. Oh. Gonna make you feel bad for the mimic. Okay, it's Grin's turn. He going okay. bomb. <laughs> that is another nat 20. Oh my god, Grun! Grun raises his quarterstaff and just smashes it down and much like uh, cracking the shell of a crab. Snail. Stinky, dirty snail. <laughs> uh, flecks of writhing flesh breaking out of this chest appearance. You reckon this mimic was 
not the greatest at shape changing, and so it was just sort of filling the chest like a hermit crab. <laughs> Gross. Um, but yes, we are now out of combat as a uh, doorway phases into existence against the opposite wall. <laughs> We have bested these foul beasts and also a mimic. So a foul beast and also a mimic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I know D&D is primarily a, a strategy and inventory management game, but I, I, I feel like I need to do some role play. <laughs> <laughs> Madame L, I think she would go up to Lady Z's body. Mm-hmm. And kind of squat in front of it. And I, I mean, I'm not going to tell you her every thought here, but uh, mm-hmm. Madame L, I can count the number of people Madame L was close to on one hand. And uh, Lady Z, while she was despised, like Madame L was around Lady Z a lot. So there's mm-hmm. like, there's some weirdness there. Mm-hmm. So I think she'd just kind of squat there and kind of stare at her for a moment. And, uh, I wouldn't say lovingly or uh, or flippantly, but just kind of like pat her on the cheek for a second mm-hmm. and uh, then start rifling through her things. <laughs> yeah, yep. yeah. That was my plan. Uh-huh. So I'm just like sitting there like, okay, 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 now we're the interesting part. <laughs> <laughs> um, other than the aforementioned hand crossbow and short sword... Uh, she has a small hip quiver containing six more bolts for the hand crossbow and also uh, a potion of healing that she unfortunately did not get to use. And that's about it. She didn't really carry a whole lot more on her person, um, mostly because unlike you guys, she knew she was going into this. So you assume that the rest of her belongings are probably, you know, in her wagon. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mr. Soren, does you like little weapons? Is this is this anything <laughs> that you would would want? I'm sorry. What? Oh, you have all kinds of knives and little little. You do. You do have trinkets. a lot of little little weapons, little things. I mean, yes. I don't. I'm I'm not familiar with the use of a hand crossbow. I couldn't. It's not much use to me. Well, uh, I don't know. She'll, she'll take that healing potion and. Probably give it to whoever doesn't have one currently. I think that's just Groon, yeah? Mm-hmm. I don't have one. Okay. Finnegan, do you do you need this right now? Um, I mean, it'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Be pretty, pretty nice. Well, <laughs> bottom up, bottoms up then. Oh, uh, Finny chugs it. Okay, I got six points back. Why am I always getting beat up? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I've been told before I have um, what some might call an extremely punchable face. Um, and yet, they always seem to go after you. It is, it is odd. Well, as long as they don't hurt these guys. And Finny opens his cape and is like, Are you two okay? Are you okay in there? They are in the middle of a uh, game of cards. Okay, good. You guys stay in there. Unless I tell you to come out, you stay in there. We're in a dangerous position. A wacky man has trapped us in a glass chamber, you know? 
So just stay calm. And I, I close my, my cape. Grun is standing by the uh, doorway, waiting, watching you guys, and sort of tapping his foot. Okay. Um, uh, uh, onward, is it? Ah, uh, yeah, I think Looks so. to be that way. <laughs> okay, all right. Real quick before we head out, mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and uh, mage armor myself, because I didn't have it up before, and I was regretting it. <laughs> oh, did you not? Nope. Oh, okay. That's why that 15 <laughs> hit me. Gotcha. Can I perceive this door before we walk through it? Is it like a closed door? Mm-hmm. Is it open doorway? Like, oh, It is yeah. a open archway that has materialized. Okay, well, I'm going to look through it and perceive through this door. Can I get my little peepers through that door, too? Sure Peep can. around the corner. Uh, 20, not Nat. Oh, goodness. I got a 12... While they're doing that, I, I mean, curiosity gets the best of me. Can I just perceive this mimic corpse to make sure there's nothing we're missing there? Sure. That one. <laughs> it's a bunch of slop and broken wood. Disgusting. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, the smell is unpleasant. It seems like this is uh, deteriorating at a high rate. Oh, goodness. Uh, Finny, you see... Through the doorway, about five feet down, for just a second, you're pretty sure you are looking at a doppelganger of yourself. Oh, no. But it's just you and a mirror uh, distorted slightly to be a bit taller, and you see that this hallway is lined with what seem to be funhouse mirrors. Wacky mirrors! Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Soren, you see the same thing, essentially. Uh, yeah, there's some wacky mirrors in here. Oh, I hate these. I'm a little sketched out by this. Yeah, it seems... Sketchy? Yeah, essentially, yes. I'm gonna do a little something. And I'm gonna cast fine traps. Quote, you sense the presence of any trap within range that is within line of sight. A trap for the purpose of this spell includes anything that would inflict a sudden or unexpected effect you consider harmful or undesirable which was specifically intended as such by its creator. Thus, the spell would sense an area affected by the alarm spell, a glyph of warding, or a mechanical pit trap, but it would not reveal a natural weakness in the floor, an unstable ceiling, or a hidden sinkhole. The spell merely reveals that a trap is present. You don't learn the location of each trap, but you do learn the general nature of the danger posed by a trap you sense. Uh, The range is 120 feet. Okay. Yeah. So I do that. I look at it extra hard. Okie dokie. Uh, As far as line of sight, your line of sight travels about seven or eight feet in, and then it seems like there is a curve, or, you know, like the hallway or the pathway turns out of line of sight, and you sense traps. Oh, shit. I would say. Shit. (laughs) Um... So I looked extra hard at it with my little sensey-tingling brain powers. And definitely something weird in there. Um, don't know what, don't know where, but it's weird. So... I never would have guessed. Well, I'm just, just telling you for sure. Jeez, I could have not done it and then we could have, I don't know, died. I, I, we, we appreciate it. Um, uh, uh, Grun, can I, um, may I borrow your quarterstaff for a moment, please? He looks at you. 
He heard Grun. Okay, can I point at the quarterstaff and then point at me? He holds it out to you. Okay, I take it. Um, quarterstaffs are how tall? Like six feet? Depending. I mean, this one seems size for him, so it's about five, five and a half feet. Okay. Uh, can I try to, like, tap on the mirrors and stuff without actually going into the room, like like the first section? I just kind of want to poke around. Can, can I guess, is that an investigation check or whatever? I don't know. Oh, that's a nine on the dice, plus eight, 17. Uh, the floor seems solid. You mm-hmm. tap on the left mirror, the right mirror, and the mirror on the ceiling, and they all wobble a bit. Like there's a whoop, 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 whoop kind of oh, deal. Like and the bendy? image shifts that's within them, like the image of the quarter staff wiggles. Um, oh, that's... But that is about it. Odd. Um, can I try to smack the one on the ceiling with the quarterstaff? I'm assuming that's like an attack roll or something. Yes, is an attack roll. I am in fact proficient with quarterstaffs, but I rolled very badly. Um, nine? Does nine hit a not moving object? Uh, it does not penetrate its AC. There's something uh, odd. Um, the floor itself, at least initially, seems solid, but the something's off about the walls and the ceiling. Go ahead. Why doesn't everyone else give me a uh, perception check? Okay. Seven. I got a ten. Finny, you're pretty sure the room you're in currently is getting shorter. Uh, guys? You're not for certain, but it seems like, you know, it was a 20-foot cube you were in, but it seems like uh, the wall behind you is getting closer. I think the room is getting smaller. I, I, I'm not oh, sure, but I think is. it is. Well, oh. let me let me try this really quick. And Finny pulls out that wheel of cheese that got mm-hmm. all gross and nobody would eat. I still have a little bit left of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'm I want to chuck it down the hallway. <laughs> Gross mm-hmm. cheese has been removed from your uh, inventory. Gross cheese has been removed from your inventory. Yeah, I mean, you can just chuck it. Okay. It's not a super long distance before it smacks into the mirror at the end, which once again wobbles and flops to the ground. Wait, the mirror uh, flops the to cheese, the ground? The cheese, the cheese flops to the ground, okay. not the mirror. Sorry. Uh, that didn't really do anything, huh? It's not susceptible to gross cheese, it seems. <laughs> <laughs> well, it does seem like there's some kind of omnipotent force that's trying to push us forward, so perhaps we proceed, hmm? Yeah, I guess. Okay. I s- suppose, but um, I'm going to hold on to the quarterstaff and keep tapping as we go. Okay. I guess I'm in front. Oh, I hate it. Oh, well. Here, take my hand, Finnegan. Okay. Okay, I guess I guess we we cautiously make our way down the hallway. I'm gonna be doing my tippy taps. Mm-hmm. What is your marching order? I know Madame Elle and Finney are close to each other. Soren, are you up front if you're tapping? Yes. I feel like it's probably like Soren, Madame Elle, Finney, Grun. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that makes sense. That seems right to me too. And, yeah, you guys step through, and right as Groon passes the threshold, there is a... And in the place of the doorway is another mirror, 
And as you are looking around this sort of dimly, we'll say glowing chamber, because there's no visible torches, uh, but there is some sort of radiance emitting, so you're not, you know, completely blind. Well, two of you have dark vision, but JJ appears in the various mirrors and sort of, you know, one's like real fat because the mirror's like that. The other is very tall and thin and kind of wobbly at the top. Anyway, in a chorus of voices says, Now, I'll be completely honest here. This one's still a work in progress, but once it's finished, once it's finished, Matteel assured me it'll be one of the finest works of illusory magic that Tethmere has ever seen. Anyways, hurry along. You're almost to the grand finale. Oh, and uh, try not to get lost. There's some, we'll call them quirks in the sigil tree. And well, long story short, the last time we sent someone through there, they never came out. Which really is your loss, not mine, right? And disappears from the mirrors. And yeah, where are you guys going? Well, there's only one way, right? Um, As you approach the where the hall turns away, mm-hmm. you see that it sort of branches off into multiple paths and you see lots of yourselves and then lots of not yourselves and it's it's a hall of mirrors so you know good luck all right <sighs> you just keep going left do you want to do an intelligence check for me yeah i want to do the same thing but i would mm-hmm. like to suggest madame l has in her backstory, and as we've seen in those level up episodes, she has a lot of experience like moving through like the dark tunnels, the catacombs of Helvetir. Mm-hmm. Well, I go through the sewers. Yeah, and Finny does too. So I, I, I don't feel like this is the worst situation to be in. That's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, Finny, Finny keeps looking at himself in the wacky mirrors, though, and <laughs> I can't say he really enjoys it. Yeah. It's kind of freaking him out. Yeah, it's not good. Um, I got a, uh, what is it, intelligence? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I got a 17 plus 3, 20. I got an 18. Madame L rolled a nat 20. Whoa! Whoa. Smart lady, smart you lady. all know that generally in some sort of maze or something along these lines, it is good to, at the very least, decide on a path you are going and stick to that and usually try and, you know, sort of follow one of the walls around, like the left wall, the right wall, that kind of thing. You also know to try and mark your path, and whether it's taking a bit of bread and crumbling it up or whatever to make sure you're not doubling back on yourself. Or Can Finny grab the the dirty cheese? Yeah. Finny grabs the dirty cheese. You all brain blast at simultaneously, like, oh yeah, we can get through a hall of mirrors. I, I think we've got this. It's pretty unsettling, but I think we can manage it. I'll crumble the dirty cheese. Like a bread trail, but Mm -hmm. dirty cheese. Okay, well, at the very least, the smell will alert us. You all completely figure out how to get through this. It's just a hallway. You follow the left-hand path, keeping your hand on the left-hand mirrors, Mm -hmm. and it wiggles around, and you don't have any problems. Oh, we just do it? That's suspicious. Oh, and also, uh... Uh Uh-huh, yeah. Soren, you shimmer with overlapping shattered reflections of yourself. Oh, cool, I love it. 
uh, as you gain the benefits of the blink spell for one minute. What? what? Okay. Uh, I don't feel... Um, I don't feel... You okay? Uh, so I don't know. Can I go ahead and roll and see if I blink? Mm-hmm. Um, I rolled a 19. You vanish from your current plane of existence and appear in the ethereal plane. Oh, gosh. At the start of your next turn, and when the spell ends, if you are on the ethereal plane, you return to an unoccupied space of your choice that you can see within 10 feet of the space you vanished from. So, for the next minute, as you guys are traversing this maze, Soren continues to just sort of pop in and out of existence. <laughs> okay. Uh, what's it like? Do I see anything? Um. Can I go through the maze? Like, like through you the can. walls? You cannot go through the walls. You're on the ethereal plane, but you are not ethereal. That's not how Blink works. What it does is if attacks or things like of that nature were happening, mm-hmm. you would be, you know, untargetable. Oh, I thought, oh, wait, wait, so these solid, so the, the mirrors exist in the ethereal plane, too? Yes. Oh. What does the ethereal plane look like, if I may ask? Yeah, that's what I'm curious about. Soren's never been there before. The same, but bluish. Oh, also, uh, every time you blink to the ethereal plane, you see a, a long sort of shimmering strand yeah. lifting from each of your friends. Uh, can I see one on me? Uh, you actually see two. <laughs> one is on you and is flowing in the same direction as theirs are, eventually. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other is a sort of blacker than black strand mm-hmm. with sort of purple and greenish striations throughout it. Uh, and it is flowing in a different direction. Whoa, where is it flowing? What direction is it going? Not the way as the others. Okay. From what you can see, because once it hits, like, one of the walls, you can't see past that. Like, you yeah. don't gain true sight or anything. Oh, God. Okay. Okay, when I blink back. Okay. Um, hey. Hello. What's going on? Um, I don't know. Um, uh, do I know it's the ethere- ethereal plane? I don't know. Do you? I mean, I, fi- I'm, I don't know. I'll roll for it. <laughs> I got a 12 plus... Five Arcana. I think that's probably enough to know about the ethereal plane. At 17, uh, you assume, you know, pretty glowy blue strands that seem to be lifting from your bodies. You could guess that, yes, it is probably the ethereal plane or the endless spiral or something Mm -hmm. similar. Okay. You're not really certain if there's a distinction between the two, but. Yeah. Um, uh, um, it's, uh, it's, it's. It's not too bad. Uh, mostly just blue. Well, could you stop doing that? It's it's nauseating to look at. Oh, it's nauseating to look at. Maybe it's nauseating to experience it. Okay. I'm not okay. doing this on purpose, Madam I know Madam we're Elf. in a wacky maze, but let's not get wacky ourselves, huh? I should clarify that realistically everything Soren says should be cut out maybe every three seconds for just a second and then cut back in. Will yeah. do. <laughs> But anyway, yeah. Okay. But we still are just making our way through, no problems? No, you guys made your way through, no problems. Uh, You hear what sounds like... You're all familiar with this sound. It's the roar of a crowd. Oh. As you continue along through this hall of mirrors. Okay. And you can see through 
uh, an archway towards the end of your travels. What looks like the central tent pole of a big top, as well as the sort of sawdust covering that you guys use for the floor of the main ring of the three ring circus. Mm. And you also see someone tied to that central pole. Oh. Uh-huh. Through blackened eyes, Grun looks back at you. What? Um, I look behind me. And you see Grun. I I look at the Grun behind me and I I like motion to him and then I motion to the middle and then I put my arms up in a what motion. And this Grun that is not tied up looks back at you and then holds out his hand to Soren for his quarter staff. Um, mm. I guess I kind of tentatively give it to no, him. No, I think Vinny stops you. <laughs> Can I stop? Sorry. Let's see if you're quicker than Grun. Okay. Let's just do, or sleight of hand. We'll call it sleight of hand. Sleight of hand. Okay. Um, oh no, that's not very good. A nine. <laughs> that is a 14. For oh, Grun. fuck. As he snatches back his staff and as... This Grun steps forward. You see tufts of his beard and hair are falling out, and his flesh is sort of melding to this uniform gray color. The fuck? And he looks at you, and for just a moment, you see what is the true form of JJ before it melds back into him as he slowly raises into the air. You really are quite the trusting bunch, aren't you? You were... you... the whole time? I hate you. Now, unfortunately, your time with my Grand Circus stops here. Any last notes on my marvelous mirrored mansion before I am... but... I'm monologuing, (laughs) child. (laughs) Any last notes before I and my compatriots turn you all into... A fine slurry ends. As he lifts up and your line of sight tracks with him, you see swinging through the netting that is at the top of this big top are four small goblins. Clown outfits on, collars on. Oh, and one giant orange ape. Oh, fuck. Uh, uh, no. uh, uh, feel free to continue monologuing yeah, for just a moment, JJ, but I don't understand what's going I on. I don't know what a monologue is, but you shouldn't ask questions if you don't want them answered. Anyways, sorry. Finnegan, Soren was monologuing. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, JJ, I don't understand what we what we have done uh, to, to cause this kind of reaction. I mean... I understand we left for for a few days, but um, upon our return, um, we brought up a huge amount of, of business with us and and um, fame to Groon, and and we we paid you for the time we were away. I don't I don't really understand what's going on. Wait, so you're telling me that you that we what? You're not the ones who rummaged through my office, tore through my documents, and well, you freed Grun. You knew Grun was going to be given to Meftil. What? There is certainly egg on my face. Regardless, 
your deaths are, I believe, imminent. And let's go ahead and roll initiative. Welcome back to the end of the episode, everyone. Hello! Uh, Since we dealt with a mimic in this episode, I want to plug a couple of our friends who have done some excellent mimic work. Uh, The first on Instagram is Devin Zook, D-V-N-Z-O-O-K. They have created a taxonomical system for mimics, and you can go ahead and find their link tree and stuff on their Instagram. Uh, The other is Seth underscore Hedgepath underscore. He has made a wonderful illustration of a mimic book. You don't get to see those very often. Very small, tiny creature. Evil. Menacing. Teeth. And also another reminder in case you forgot... Saturday, October 8th in Springfield, Illinois, we will be at the Hoogland Center for the Arts at the Fantasy Meets Improv show hosted by Capital City Improv. And we will have our dice and our bodies and our minds and our skeletons. So you better come and check it out. Until then. Until then.